Our Lady's January 25th, 2024 monthly message to the world through Medjugorje Visionary Maria. This is the message. Dear children, may this time be a time of prayer. Where's the rest of it? That's it? Dear children, may this time be a time of prayer. Not even in the words, thank you for responding. What is this about? It reminds me of my mother when I did something wrong. Or my brothers. And she would say, you wait till your dad gets home. We knew what that meant. And I can tell you this. Dear children, may this be a time of prayer. You should be nervous about this, just like we was when my mother warned us what's coming. Our Lady, the less she says, she says the most. She's got long messages. When she gives a message like this today, you better wake up fast, and you better be praying. Today's message of January 25th, 2024, is the third shortest monthly message of Our Lady's 25th messages, spanning more than 37 years, from 1987 to 2024. To date, Our Lady has given 444 25th messages, Our Lady's shortest message, and also for the first time she ever shortened the 25th message was on October 25th, 1991. Our Lady said, Dear children, pray, pray, pray. That's how she said. You know what was going on? The war for Croatia's independence from communist Yugoslavia was raging. When a lady gave this message, bombs were hammering Dubrovnik and other places full force. Now we come to the second Shortest 25th message was not given by a lady. Instead, it was baby Jesus. Maria said that Jesus spoke with authority. He said, I am your peace. Live my commandments. At that time, I had just released my book. They fired the first shot. That book exposed many evils and also agendas that were in place to destroy the church and the nation. Today's message of January 25th, 2024, is the third shortest message. That is a message. you got to contemplate this. you got to go deep in this, even though it's only 10 words. By doing this, Our Lady has given a great meaning to us. It's an omen and an anonymous warning of events that can happen. The degree of what can happen depends on our prayers. That's why she said, may this time be a time of prayer. 
The fourth, shortest 25th message was on March 25th, 2023. Our said, Dear children, may this time be a time of prayer for you. Wow. March 25th, 23. Today she says the same thing. What happened then? In March, in March 25th, 23, Russia was ramping up to go to war with Ukraine. The fifth shortest message was given on July 25th, 2009. A lady said, Dear children, may this time be a time of prayer for you. Your mother is saying, Wait for the Godfather. She added to this message, Thank you for having responded to my call. What was coming? Obama had just begun his first term in office of the presidency and systematically began to radicalize the U.S. government, the FBI, the CIA, and it goes on and on. That brought us to where we are today. I had just released the book, Look What Happened While You Are Sleeping, warning of what was coming. If you haven't read that book, you need to call Caritas and order it. If you read both, they fired the first shot, 2012, and look what happened while you were sleeping. These two books will open your eyes to understand that Our Lady's words of January 25th, 24, are an omen. Respond to Our Lady's call to make good use of this time. As a time of prayer. The writing is on the wall. The food supply line is going to disappear. How are you going to be eating? More and more people every day are waking up to that. You have people that don't want to work. And they don't know how to work. And it's young people. They have no skills. They think that they can go to college and get what they want. Not the case. Yesterday, Michael Berry talks about the situation about the youth not wanting to work. So we're going to play this clip and several other clips are going to follow with that to show the situation we are in right now is not good. Here's Berry. The North Houston Processing Facility for... Uh, Packages for the U.S. Postal Service has just collapsed. You know what's interesting? <clears throat> Flying around, uh, I had a stewardess tell me, or flight attendant, whatever they call them, told me that off the record, which I'm not giving that person's name, that the reason for a lot of these delays is they can't hire people to throw bags. And I will tell you, one of the reasons that rich people want more illegal immigration is because in third world countries, you've got rich people and poor laborers. And you create a welfare state because people on welfare don't lead revolutions. You want to keep them just fat and happy enough. <laughs> 
give them some drugs, put plenty of them in prison, or at least used to, put plenty of, put plenty of them in prison, give them a welfare or low-paying job, give them some professional sports that keeps them distracted, keeps them real focused, distracted. Hey, my team, my team. It's, uh, it's very cynical. It was real. And she told me that the problem is they don't have guys to throw bags. They don't show up. This is going to be a trend that is only going to get worse because it's a major cultural trend. The quality of the employee, I talk to a lot of small business owners. The quality of the employee you get now is terrible. It's hard to hire because what they do is they apply and they want you to sign so they can get their, their, all their benefits that they're looking for work, but they're not looking for work. And then they don't show, and then they show up. They immediately want to get paid more than they're worth, and you can't make that work for your numbers. Everybody, everybody thinks that, that employees ought to get paid more money. I hear this all the time. Hey, hire. Okay, or you, would you like to pay more for your uh, pasta? Well, no, but you don't understand. The restaurant business is not where you get rich. You have to have so many units to ever make any money. It is not where you go to get rich. Almost all of them close. They all close eventually. It's just how long. But we're seeing this. Things we used to take for granted and never question. Oh, when I hop on a plane and go somewhere, people that I never meet will process my bags. You see the lady at the counter take your bag. She did her job. But you don't know what happens after that. And, of course, you've known for a long time, undercover cameras and things, somebody's tossing that stuff around, they don't care. And you hear the stories about a bag being lost here and a bag being lost. We've all had that experience. I'm talking about absolute collapse of the ability to function our economy. I mean, this is a real problem in this country. And it will not get better. And we're not birthing more generations out of our high schools to do things. You know what we're doing? We're sending young people out of high school to go to college as if that's going to change anything. What's that going to do? It's going to make them an indentured servant. They're going to be broke for the rest of their lives. They're going to take on so much debt, so much debt that when they finally do start working, they're literally depressed at what they have to pay. So they borrow for a car, they rent an apartment, and they pay $500, $700,000 a month for a student loan for a degree they never got, but it wouldn't make a difference anyway, even if they had a degree. And just about the time it feels like the system has dragged them down, the Democrats will say, we will make your student loan go away. I'll vote for that. This is the fall into third world socialism. This is how it works. And then you get in that cycle and you can't get out. Your entire economy is built on that cycle. So listen to this right here, KHOU. After watching KHOU Sunday night, Melinda Martin reached out to us. The reason? She learned she's not alone in dealing with packages stuck at the USPS North Houston Distribution Center. I stayed up to watch, and sure enough, it was uh, talked about exactly what I was encountering. She's been waiting on two different medications. One was supposed to get to her on January 10th, but that didn't happen. 
and that was the first uh, problem that I encountered. Then another medication expected to arrive January 20th didn't come either. When you go to check the tracking on the website for USPS, it shows that both prescriptions are d delayed and their location is in Houston. Martin has been getting her medications delivered for about three years now, and she's never had any problems like this before and finds it all frustrating. You look at the tracking to realize, okay, there's a delay. And then you've got to call the pharmacy and talk to them and say, well, you know, here's the problem. KHOU has spoke to businesses being impacted by the delays. One of them deciding to go take a look at what the holdup is, driving to the distribution center and capturing this. Right after uh, Martin Luther King Day, I went there and it was a complete mess. Um, as you can see with the pictures, there's boxes stacked up. With packages continuing to be delayed, Melinda Martin, like many, wants something to be done soon. These packages are sitting somewhere and stacking up and people and I know I'm not the only one. When you look around at our economy, cities that can't fill potholes, cities that can't fix basic water main breaks, you go into retail operations where you have to interact with a person. Good God, what I wouldn't give to pick up a phone and call cell phone, cable TV, something, and get a human being on the other line. It is rotting out at the core. We've taken this for granted for too long. And what we've taken for granted is that our high schools, well, that our households are producing young people that can be the next line as we move forward in this game of Tetris, can be the next line in our economy. And now what we're witnessing is like after World War II, and especially in Russia after World War II, where they wiped out a generation. The young people that are coming up, my friend the plumber says, you don't meet a plumber under 40 years old. Where are they? Who are they? You're going to get a lot of licensed I'm sorry, a lot of unlicensed plumbers. You're going to get a lot of unlicensed plumbers from Latin America that are going to come in and make a lot of mistakes and create dangerous situations. Electricians, car mechanics. It is a backloaded labor force. You walk into any mechanic shop, everybody in there is 60 and up. You walk into any manufacturing facility, everybody in there is 60 and up. You walk in and just start, put your phone down and start studying the labor force. And I don't mean are they black, are they white, are they men, are they women. Start studying the labor force and ask yourself, hmm, how did that person end up where they are? When I was growing up, and granted, I didn't have the same upbringing as those of you who grew up in Houston or big cities. I realized the small town Americana, Norman Rockwell that I lived is, is not realistic. I get that. I, I do. I really do. I've come to learn that. But you realize, when I was growing up, people would end up, and, and this is also the compression that happens in the economy in a small town. <laughs> they, uh, uh, Bob Phillips, of Texas Country Reporter, did a, did a piece on the manager at the Waffle House in Orange. This woman, she never went to, I, I doubt she graduated high school. She runs that Waffle House 
I mean, like General Patton, she got that, and people love it. They come to the Waffle House, you know, say, give her a big hug, and everybody in town loves her. Used to be, and in a smaller town, people end up below where they would be in a bigger economy in a big city because that's all there is. The assistant manager at Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? The assistant manager at the Sears because that, that's all there is. Or you go to work at the plant. But I'm going to tell you, in a big city, it's like we've hollowed out the labor force. It's like we had a war and wiped everybody out. You walk into places now, and the people, they can't make eye contact. They clearly have no commitment to the job or to customer service. They have no ability to communicate. I mean, the ability to communicate so critical, and they're not able to do it. And I don't say that to put them down. We don't use that phrase anymore, put down. Like, that's an old phrase. I don't say that to put them down or belittle them or it's not based on race. It's not based on I'm old and they're young. That is to say it's going to be a real hard slog if you can't communicate. There is a huge problem. They do not want to work. They want to play with the cell phones. They're useless. I don't care what you think. They're useless. I don't care I don't care how much you believe in college. It's a bad thing to go. You don't need to do that. I didn't do it. It does nothing for you. It's a waste of time. If you want to know what to do after house school, go to a vocational school. You can learn carpentry, welding, all kinds of things. I went for three months. I did that after high school. I wanted to learn how to weld. Bought me a new truck. Without a bed, and I made it. 18 years old. I saved a lot of money. You need skills. The youth are learning nothing, and they think they can go to college and get a piece of paper. Those jobs that they're doing now is going to go away. What the future is, is agrarian. How do you get there? What I've said over and over, cash out, your retirements. Take your investments. I'm telling you, you have to do this now because a dark, dark cloud is coming your way, my way, everywhere across the whole world, not just the United States. Robert Kiyosaki, he wrote the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He's got something to say. We got some clips from him. He just made some important points of what's going to happen and about the collapse of the food chain. He's got a lot to tell you. Listen to it carefully what he's saying. Some of what his points to make, he repeats it, but you need to learn it. This is teaching. Why? Because, dear children, may this time be a time of prayer. I had to give a message years ago that said, in prayer, everything will be clear to you. Another message she's talked about, after prayer, you'll know what to do. And these clips of what you already heard about will help you. It's the end of America. I've been saying to people, silver is still 50% is all time high. A 50 bucks is 25 bucks. But the question is, if a can of tuna hits 25 bucks, 
what does silver go to? And that's what I'm concerned about. But it gets worse. It just gets worse. Well, this is a guy, Jordan Peterson, he's a Canadian. And he talks about, he says, you think tough men are dangerous. And Trump was a tough man. But he says, watch what weak men will do. And this guy, Biden, is the worst I have ever seen. Man is senile. And today what's happening is Russia and China are now ganging up on the U.S. It's really a dangerous world right now. It's getting worse. I was a bit optimistic. But now we have the weakest, most corrupt government. You know, what happened to Hunter Biden's laptop? If the FBI loses his laptop, there's something really sick inside this country. And so that's kind of what I gauge all my macroeconomics on is, where is Hunter Biden's laptop? I mean, how can the FBI lose it? We have no financial education in our schools. That's what I'm concerned about. My biggest concern with Russia and China are ganging up on us. As we all know, America produces nothing anymore. We produce bubbles, you know, we just blow air bubbles. So we now have this bubble in real estate and stocks and bonds. And when Biden took the Keystone Pipeline, XL Pipeline off, the, just wiped us out here. Inflation goes up and the average American doesn't have a thousand bucks. 40% of Americans don't have a thousand bucks. And so when inflation goes up, we're gonna wipe out 50% of the US population. And that is when revolution starts. If and when, and it will come down, the stock market crashes, the 401k, the old guys like me are toast. You know, we don't have a retirement. Our pensions are bust. So what we have with three things is our treasury is out of control. We've lost it. Our entitlements are out of control. And now we're at war in the defense department. So our debt to GDP is out. So every time, I wish I could have some good news. So that's why I did the tuna can to a silver eagle comparison. We're in trouble. As we all know, there's insiders to every deal. I don't have any stocks. You know, I don't invest in the stock market, but they're my companies on the stock market. So the best deals are always done early. So when people say, do you invest in Bitcoin? Uh, yes, when it was $6,000. We've got to know what's real today. And that's why I'm saying we have the weak leadership in world history. America's in serious trouble. So I want to find out what's real. And China and Russia are now ganging up on us. We went to Venezuela and Iran to buy oil from them. And this guy Biden cuts off our oil supply. Everybody talks about intrinsic value. What is intrinsic value? I can eat tuna. That's valuable. And if you're starving, I'd rather have a can of tuna. I like yeah. to make fun of things because otherwise people can't hear you. They get too serious about this. So I'm just saying that we're in serious trouble and it's getting worse. That's what terrifies me. If they go to the government crypto, the government Bitcoin or whatever they call it, it's big brother at that point. They're gonna be knowing everything you're doing. For years, I've been buying those green canisters of silver coins because the government can't trace them. I can use them for money. So I can go anywhere in the world with a silver coin and spend it. I can go with a gold coin and spend it without being traced. Not that I'm hiding anything. I'm just sick and tired of this government. I don't trust them. As I said, if Hunter Biden's laptop disappears in FBI custody, we have a serious, serious, serious internal problem here. And so that's why I, you know, tongue in cheek tweeted that I'd rather have a can of tuna right now than a silver coin just to get ridiculous, get ridiculous because I can eat tuna. 
I cannot eat that silver coin. <laughs> like a spender. Listen to my words. And listen to his words. Give me a can of tuna when I'm starving rather than silver. Silver is your gateway to make sure you can save what's going to be taken away from you. And you can do that now. Today, you're listening to this tonight, but the first thing in the morning, you cash everything out and put everything in silver. People are waking up because the first step you have to take is liquidate for the safest thing because you're going to wake up one morning, maybe tomorrow, all your retirement is gone. Forget the taxes and the penalties. Get what you can get. I'm telling you, I'm begging you that. Since your silver is here, before we started this broadcast, we was talking about in the last few days that the phone is ringing off with Century Silver. What are people telling you? Well, just to give you one example, uh, we had a doctor call us two, three days ago. He wanted to do $150,000. His daughter tried to stop him. She started calling us. She started interfering, and he actually negotiated his way around with a different phone and started making the calls to us without her knowing about it. But just in the last six days... Wait, wait, wait. His daughter... Yeah, that's right. See, this young generation, they're idiots. I don't care what you think I'm saying. They don't understand things. They think they can handle a card, and they get their cell phones, they get their Starbucks coffee. They're idiots. You're exactly right. And, and like in this guy's example, you know, they're more than just idiots. They become your enemy, and they're your enemy. A lot of times people have told us that. They don't even tell their kids about the silver exchanges that they're making for the miraculous metal magic we're around because they, they say, my kids just don't get it and they're going to try to interfere or they're going to try to stop me or they're going to try to take it and sell it. They just don't get it. So like in this doctor's case, you know, his daughter just wasn't an idiot. She was becoming his enemy and she was putting everything he had at risk, $150,000 completely at risk. He was going to lose it all. And just in like the last six or seven days, we've had somewhere between seven and $800,000 come in to be exchanged for the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round. People are on fire with the broadcast that a friend of Medjugorje did last week um, where he talked about what's called the great taking, the confiscation of all stocks and bonds and everything out of your retirement account, your 401k. None of that stuff is safe. And you heard Kiyosaki say it too. The guy's a multimillionaire, maybe a billionaire. He doesn't even touch the stock market. Kiyosaki? said 50% of households in America don't even have $1,000. A lady is waking us up at this time. You may say just one thing's going to happen. No, it's domino. If you got 500 dominoes and you push one down, you got 500, they all go down. That's what's going to happen. Everybody's played with that, except the young, they don't know what they are. We used to play that all the time. So you're almost to a million dollars exchanged pieces of paper to silver. Kiyosaki, he's going to explain more now. He talks about gold, but that's for multi-multi-millionaires. You're not going to buy a cow with gold, nor a pig. Silver 
is the means that you will be trading for food. But better than that, more important than that, is your system, your food supply line, has got to be underneath your management. Get your retirement money, buy a trailer, buy five acres, get out of debt. You say, oh, a friend at Medjugorje has been saying that. I'm not going to shut up because I want you not to starve to death. Here's the next clip. America has stopped producing products. We produce bubbles. Now, the good thing about a bubble is when they burst, everything goes on sale. And so in 2008, I waited till about 2010, I borrowed 300 million because debt is money, as you know, after 71. And I began buying real estate at bargain prices. So just recently, the repo market inverted again, which means we're going down. It means recessions ahead. But my concern is now revolution, because when people can't afford to eat tuna, we're going to have rioting. So it's a whole different type of bubble burst. When Biden took us off the pipeline, oil prices went up, oil produces fertilizer. And when fertilizer is no longer cheap, people can't produce food. And the average American has nothing. 40% of Americans have nothing. Inflation is going to make them very upset. A stock market crash will bring down the baby boomers. So we're in serious, serious trouble here. So I'm just being ridiculous in my tweets because it's better than listening to Biden that I'd rather have a can of tuna right now. That's what I'm saying is that at least I can eat it. I'm a U.S. Marine. You know, I fought in Vietnam twice as a pilot. I've seen what happens when people, when the communists, people can see it in the Ukraine. Communists always kill civilians. And that's what people don't realize. And as a Marine, they sent kids and women after us. So a lot of my friends who came back with PTSD, and you can see it in the Ukraine today, Russia's not hitting military targets, they're hitting civilian targets. And when you understand communism, yes, I am a student of communism, they don't know what Marx said, but what Marx said, they had to have the poor get poor and the middle class come down, and that was a recipe for revolution. And I see Biden doing it. When he took the Keystone XL pipeline and took us off of it and oil prices went up. Now the thing is, I got richer because I produce oil. I don't invest in Shell or Exxon and all that. I invest in oil wells. So when oil went from $30 a barrel to $130 a barrel, I got richer, but I also got more concern for my fellow human beings. They can't afford to live at $130 a barrel oil. And so that's why in my tweets, I just get ridiculous about it. Hopefully somebody will listen. I'm doing my best to explain to people, I'm a U.S. Marine, I went to the academies. When you see the Russians hitting civilian targets, it doesn't register in most people's minds because Americans haven't seen war. If you understand that communists kill their own people, Mao killed his own people, Stalin killed their own people, Americans try and stop that from happening. And then our own press, I mean, I came back from Vietnam in 73, I got spit on, hit by eggs, called the baby killer. And I'm still a little bit bitter about that but it prepared me for today. Our school system should teach us about money. We have communists inside the wire. 
They're inside our government, they're inside our school systems, they're inside Hollywood, and they're inside Silicon Valley. And that's why I wrote this book here, The Capitalist Manifesto. I said, we've got to fight back. And we fight back with information and education, not weapons. But I am concerned about my fellow human being. I don't care what you are, white, left, green, pink. I am concerned because 50% of Americans are broke. Inflation is going to wipe us out. I simply don't trust my government, especially this character, Biden. And I don't trust the Fed. I don't trust the banks. And I don't trust Wall Street. So it's pretty simple philosophy. In other words, what I say, if you can print it, I don't want it. So if you can print the dollar, I don't want it. You can print a stock, I don't want it. You know, I want something I can see, touch, and feel, but what's real, find out what's real. So as you know, I've been a gold bug since about 1971 when Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. And I am becoming more fanatical, not less. I literally have tons of gold and silver, tons, because I own gold mines. I graduated from school in New York in 1969, and I had a high paying job, I'm an oil guy. So I sell for Standard Oil under oil tankers. So my background is oil. But I still joined the U.S. Marine Corps in 1969 to go fight in Vietnam. And Marines don't fight for Democrats or Republicans, liberals or conservatives. Marines fight for our freedoms. And so when I saw our freedoms being taken away, especially after the 2020 election, like, you know, Donald Trump's a personal friend. I might have written two books together. But when they took our freedoms away, that's when I went back to war. And that's why I'm willing to take the fire from the liberal academic left. I'm just concerned about our country and the world, especially this guy Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. And why aren't we fighting back? So that's why I said I had more to lose than to gain by writing the book. In 1965, I go to school, military school in New York. I had nominations to Naval Academy, West Point, and Kings Point. I took Kings Point. But my economics teacher, rather than have us read Keynes, Malthus, Ricardo, and Adam Smith, he had us read Marx, Stalin, Lenin, Mao, and Hitler. And so I realized, I hate to say this, but most academics are Marxists. And my poor dad was a Marxist. You know, the abolition of private property, a heavier progressive income tax is essential for the proper development of communism. And, you know, Biden just appointed about 87,000 new IRS agents to go after small business owners. So we're becoming a fascist totalitarian state. And most people think, well, paying taxes is, you're supposed to do it. If you look at history, the facts are America was founded as a tax revolt. 1773, I believe, Boston Tea Party. It was a tax revolt. We're not a slave nation, you know. And that's why I fight now. And that's why I said I better say something because I went to military school. I fought in Vietnam twice and I fight for freedom and they're taking our freedoms. Again, it goes back to this book here. You know, Marx said, this is 1848. It's only about 50 pages, but it's a great read. He said communism would come in two phases. The first phase was 1930s. This was 1848. He said communism would come in two phases. So 1930, the Berlin School sent teachers to Columbia University to teach the Columbia University teachers program. And that's when communism entered America as socialism. I was in school in New York in the 60s, and that's when the first rioting broke out at Columbia University, which spread across the country. And then the second phase happened, in my opinion, in 2020, 
when social media shut down the president of the United States. And that's the loss of our freedom of speech there. And COVID, you know, which was Claude Schwab, how can they censor doctors? How can you get fired for speaking out against COVID? I just don't understand our loss of freedoms and we say nothing about it. My point of view is communism entered America via our school system. You know, the BRICS nations are Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. And he talks about how the Belt and Road Project now is going to affect 90% of the world's population and they'll all be on the CBDC yuan. They'll be going into Chinese crypto, not American. So the US dollar, according to this guy, Andy Sheckman, is toast. And that's why it's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. They're gonna take over the world with their own gold standard. I'm a gold miner and a silver miner, and I own physical gold and silver. I know no ETFs. My rule of thumb, as you know, if you can yeah. print it, I don't want it. What am I investing in today? Gold, silver, oil. I own the oil on the ground. I own Japanese breeding bulls, you know, Wagyu cattle. It goes back to that story I tell a Marine pilot flying off a carrier off the South China Sea, and I find out Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. I said, what does that mean? So I flew behind enemy lines because the NVA had overrun the mine, proving Marines aren't the brightest guys on earth. And I try and buy gold at a discount. So I knew it was 35 an ounce. And the day I went looking for gold, it was $50 an ounce. And I was trying to get the little Vietnamese woman with the red teeth. I still remember her. I was trying to get a discount. I want a discount. She goes, spot. I said, discount. She goes, spot. I said, what the hell is she talking about? She was teach two of my best teachers on gold I ever met. I say the same thing, a couple of questions. What does school teach you about money? Nothing. Put yourself on the gold standard. You know, don't wait for the federal government to go back on the gold standard. You know, start buying some gold and silver coins and keep it in a safe and don't tell anybody you have it. But put yourself on your own gold and silver standard. I started small and now I literally own tons of gold and silver, but I went into the mining industry. Real estate is different because it's regional, you know, and so it's just in Miami and it's booming. And you got other states, they're dying. And crime, what I'm concerned about is crime is going through the roof. I mean, I live in a very affluent neighborhood and um, the guards at the shopping center, they're getting tased now. So the kids are coming up, tasing the guards and stealing stuff. That's what happens when you defund the police and you say, don't punish people. I'm going, oh my God. I'm concerned about our citizens. I carry a gun all the time now. My poor dad was a PhD, which stands for poor, helpless, and desperate. And they believe that their credentials, they believe higher degree, like a master's or a doctorate's will save them from the world. So their values are different. Whereas you and I and other people say, well, let's learn about money. Let's learn about finance. But in the academics world is I have a PhD and I'm smarter than you. That's a set of different value systems. The reason I joined the Marine Corps and not the Coast Guard, I could have flown for the Coast Guard or flown for the Marine Corps. If I'm going to go to war, I want to go with guys who want to kill, you know? I don't want to go to war with a Coast Guard guy who wants to save lives. I want to make sure our values are lined out. So that's kind of the same as in marriage, you know, if your marriage is a tough game also. But if your values are lined up, you have a better chance. So values are core to the individual. And unfortunately, we all don't come from the same set of values. And most school teachers are different from us. 
a good people, like my poor dad's a good man, but he was a Marxist. He believed in taxation and the abolition of private property and labor unions. You had to be thinking about the future. Our lady said, October 25th, 2021, return to prayer. That's what she's talking about today. Back in 21, she says there, return to prayer because you who praise is not afraid of the future. Who praise is open to life and respects the life of others. Who praise little children feels the freedom of the children of God and in joy of heart, serves for the good of his brother. And then it adds the word man. And then she continues, says, because God is love and freedom. Therefore, little children, when they want to put you in chains and to use you, it is not from God. Our whole system out there is using you. We have been prepped by this culture. They're going to control you through everything. It's simple. Where do you get your water from? From the city. You better be putting your wells in so you won't be chained and how they want to make use of you for them. This is another clip. Kiyosaki again. I'll say it again. I got sick and tired. I argue with people who would rather save this stuff. And the one thing I'll say, I'm going to go, go into is here, this is gold, this is silver, this is real, and this is fake. Very simple. You can, you can print this, but you can't print this or this. But in, the, in financial literacy, there's a word called liquidity. How liquid... Andy, is this gold piece? How fast can you convert it to cash for me? It's probably more liquid than anything on the planet. It's a misconception yeah. that it lacks liquidity. And, and that's why when I wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad over here, savers are losers. Instead of saving this, save gold and silver. And if you need <laughs> cash, you're in. You know, how, how liquid is gold and silver to you? Immediately liquid. It, it is one of the most liquid sellable items on the planet universally around the globe. Thank you. Mr. Clark? Well, the beautiful thing about it is you can establish a price for gold as far as liquidating it. Very easy. As fast as you can hand the gold over, I'll hand you the money and everybody go on about their business. Charles, how liquid is the silver and this gold? There is nothing more liquid, period, end of story. It's the most liquid asset in the world and has been for thousands of years. So with that, that's why people are saving this in case the bottom falls out. I'd still rather save this and, and this. The reason that Century Silver came to life by a lady. You might think, a friend of Mr. Gray, you're stretching this. No, a lady wanted it. I was stunned when I discovered this message. It was November 27, 1989. Maria went to the Blue Cross at the bottom of Apparition Mountain at 10 p.m. at night. The visionary, Yvonne, typically always gets the message. Maria was there. And instead of Yvonne, our lady gave a message to Maria. 
and I became very joyful, and she said this, These days, I want you to pray in a special way for the salvation of souls. Keep that in your thought now. Listen to this. For the salvation of souls. Then a lady says to Maria, Today is the feast day of the miraculous medal, and I won't. Who is I? A lady. What does she want? I want that you pray. How does she want you to pray? I want that you pray in a special way. That word special, something different. Special way for the salvation of those people. Think about that. I want that you pray in a special way for the salvation of the people who are carrying this miraculous medal. I was blown away. I wasn't thinking about silver. I wasn't thinking about doing this. But I started thinking, how do we do that? How can we get people having the miraculous medal? For the salvation of those people who are carrying this miraculous medal. And then she says again, I. Is it Marie Token? Yvonne? No, it's a lady. I want you to spray the devotion. By the time I got that message, I started spinning around my head. How can I get the miraculous medal spread to people? And they showed me. I prayed. Because she said that message, if you pray, you'll know what to do. I want to spread the devotion and the caring of this medal so that more souls may be saved. Stunning. So when you're changing your paper, godless, to the miraculous medal of one ounce, you're sanctifying your money. It's not in 4K. Stocks. This is saving people. I want you to spread the devotion and caring of this medal so that more souls may be saved and that you pray in a special way. How many miraculous medals have been produced? Right now, there's been more than five and a half million miraculous medal Medjugorje rounds produced since 2010. Maria said... About this message, she came very joyful. And here's one message I put to life. Think about how those medals start getting spreading. It's a special way for the salvation of souls. Your money can do that. You need to get an orchard, dig your well. A couple of pigs, milk cow, chickens, beef cow. Garden and live in a shack. You're better off doing that. Get rid of these big houses. Get you some land. You can always improve the shack. We're in a situation that's very dangerous if you do not act. We'd like to uh, just offer our contact information here, but just to draw one last thing from uh, what Kiyosaki said. One of the things he said which struck us was, the best deals are done early. 
And you've got the opportunity right now with what a friend of Medjugorje is saying about land and food and water, but also first step with the miraculous Medjugorje round. You are ahead of 99% of people on the earth. You're ahead of everybody else, and you've got the chance to do the best deal and do it early. Silver's about $23 a spot right now. You're going to get it at under $30 an ounce, and you can have all that you can put your hands on right now. Not for selfishness, but first for conversion and to preserve what you had. So you can do the best deals with silver. you still got a chance to buy land. You've got a chance to dig you a well and get you a pig, like a friend of Medjugorje said. But you don't want to be the last man to the party. You want to get in motion right now. Don't let anyone stop you. Even your family will be your enemy. To contact Century Silver Exchange, you can call us toll-free at 877-936-7686 or email us at info at centurysilver.com. We are spending extra time in the office these days after hours to answer calls and deal with any questions that you have. Back in the old days, in the late 50s or so, 60s maybe, when they wanted busted rock, they put dynamite, and they put a long fuse, and you got a way away from it. Maybe you saw these old movies. They light it, and that thing sizzles, and it takes five minutes to get over there, and you're out of the way from it. I'm telling you, the fuse is already lit, and it's going to that stick of dynamite. I'd like to give a message August 25th. Now that you do not understand, but there'll be a time that come that you would lament for these messages. Your homework is memorize the message November 27th, 1989, when our lady gave this special message. Read it every day. It spawned in my heart a way for salvation of souls. And I end with this. I want you to pray in a special way for the salvation of souls. And my hope for you to wake up the reality, what's coming in a way that we might not have all the answers, but one thing we know, what our lady said today, dear children, may this time be a time of prayer. And act. Wish our lady, we love you, good night.
Century Silver Exchange is a for-profit subsidiary of Caritas of Birmingham. It bears its own expenses and pays taxes on its income. If there are any earnings left at year-end, it may make a dividend donation to Caritas to further its mission efforts. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.